Hey folks, this is my buddy Indy. Indigo Illusion, as I call her. She's been my buddy for a long time. She's grew up with me and learned a lot. And uh, last year we had the little incident on the bench where the forklift popped up, and when the forklift popped up, she bailed off. It was a total disaster. But I'm gonna—I brought that up for one reason. When your dogs get scared on the bench, folks, do not freak out. Do not freak out. Just grab a hold to them and do your best to hold them and just try to settle them back down. I did, it took everything in my power to keep her calm. Luckily, she didn't get out of my arms. And that's the last thing you want to happen at a show is for a dog to get scared and jump out of your arms. And so this is a new environment for her. This is good for her. Uh, so we're going to, it's a good thing for you to show, for me to show you guys today how to, how to work with a little bit of a nervous dog. And we're going to talk about angles. We're going to talk about four quarters bodies. We're going to talk about a little bit of everything today, especially angles. Angles are a big thing that are missed. So let's talk about Indy a little bit. With Indy, one of her biggest things, she is hard-headed. And then if you get too hard with her, she'll take her ears and she'll flop her ears back because she gets nervous. So what you have to do with her, with her is find this happy medium. So here's the happy medium I found. It's a little bit of sternness with a little bit of love. So here's how I set her up. Whoa. As you can as you can see right there, she tried me. And now I hadn't worked with her in a little bit, and I'm going to show her, and I'm not hurting her. I'm going to grab her, and I'm going to show her firmness and say, I don't like that. Whoa. Whoa. And I'm going to step to the rear. Whoa. I'm going to step. I'm going to check. Now, after I check here, what I'm going to look for, I'm going to look how straight I am in the front. I'm going to look in the rear, and I want my toes to match my hips at the at the rear end. So, toes to hips. Always try to remember that. And there you go, folks. She's a really nice female, but one thing you have to do with her is you have to be soft, kind, but also know when to really hammer down on her and say, be still and whoa. Now, I'll relax her here. She's doing well for me. I push down here. She gets a little, ah, ah, whoa. That's how I do my corrections. And then I go back to the head. Whoa. See that lick chew right there? A lick chew is something you really want to pay attention to. That is a firm understanding of what's going on. It's no different than in a horse. If you get a lick chew, good job, kid. If you get a lick chew, see her now, she's happy. So the thing is, you want them happy up here. When you get that lick chew, give them that release. That's a mental break for them. I'm telling you guys, try that out. Look for that lick chew. It'll really help you. Now, something else we're going to focus on. When you're setting these dogs up, Really make sure, really make sure that your feet in the front end are horizontally straight to each other. Whoa. Whoa. See how even those feet are? That's what you want to focus on when you go to the front. Then to the rear, you want them matching the hip bone. Whoa. Whoa. 
There you go. Good job, Indy. Hello, everyone. Now, this is Stiletto, stunning in stilettos. We call her Stella, a.k.a. Stella. I kind of let her be happy on the bench and be my buddy. I don't spend as much time with her. This is more my mom's dog. Uh, but one thing I love about her is whatever I ask out of her, I get. So now she's up here happy and playing. I'm going to bring her back down. Whoa. 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 Really important to teach these hounds. Hey, when it's okay to play, and then we need to learn how to bring them back down. And you don't have to do that by slapping and whooping and stuff like that. You can do it with your own body language. So always learn how to bring your dog back down and calm them back down. And you see how amped up I had her there? She was really amped up. Now she's going to calm down and stand up. So now what I'm going to do is just a rough stack on her. So I want to talk a little bit about breed standards. Whoa. Stay. Whoa. Stay. So she's at about a standard stack for me right now. Now, one thing I want to talk about is I want to talk about neck. You want a medium in length neck on a tree and walker. Now, with this is the UKC tree and walker standard we are talking about here. So, you want it rising freely and gracefully through the shoulders that carry the head well up. Now, that is something to really keep in mind. Then you want the throat to be clean. The throat to be clean. You don't want a big jowl up under the throat. And I, I'm telling you folks, look for this. It is out there. So now, after the throat is clean, you want it free of folds. You don't want a big bloodhound fold down here on a tree and walker. That's what we call loose. That's not what we want. However, a slight wrinkle below the angle of the jaw is allowable. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Now the forelegs, the forelegs are straight with a fair amount of bone. And you can see the nice, nice bone on this female. I really love, that's one thing I love about this female the most, her bone. She's got phenomenal bone. So after we talk about that, we're, I'm going to read straight off the standard here. So we're going in short, straight, slight sloping pastern. Did y'all hear that? Straight, slightly sloping pastern. Pay attention to that. Length of leg from elbow to ground is approximately one half the height at the withers. Shoulders are sloping and clearly muscled. Look at this, folks. We're talking about shoulders. I'm just going to set her up in the front only. Whoa. Shoulders are sloping and cleanly muscled. Look how well defined. Look how well defined this dog is. That's what we're talking about in breed standards. Cleanly muscled without a heavy or loaded appearance. This female is not supposed to look like a male. And I really, really, really get tired of seeing these big, stout females. They're not supposed to look like that. They're supposed to look like a female. So I hope that everyone understands I'm not being nasty about it. But when we're talking standards, there's your standard right there. Why are we having females with a chest that wide, twice as wide as a male dog, winning? That's not breed standard, folks. That's not breed standard at all. All right, so now let's talk about chest. All right, stand, wool. Wool. 
I'm going to bring her back down a little bit and settle her down. The chest is supposed to be rather deep and broad. That gives all the lung space. The rib cage is well sprung and long, extended well back. Back is moderately long. You want a moderately long back. You don't want a long back. You don't want a short back. You don't want a shepherd back, and you don't want a shih tzu back. <laughs> so that's what we're talking about there. So then the back is moderately long, muscular, level, and strong. You don't want to be pressing on a dog and that dog be pushing down. You want it well sprung, good strong. That shows the strength of that animal. Now, another thing we're going to talk about, loins. I had this brought up to me a while back. A great loin. I like a good loin on a dog. Uh, this, to me, this is a really nice loin. I have, uh, I've had a few in the past, a little long in the loin, some are a little shorter in the loin. This is a very nice loin on a dog, in my opinion. So loin's another thing to look at. Overall proportion. Look how the dog is put together. Listen to that. Overall proportion. You don't want a big giant rear end and a little bitty shoulder. That makes no sense. It's kind of like some of them weightlifters walk around and you see a big old giant shoulders and they got these little bitty legs. Well, that's not proportion. That athlete's built to do one thing. This athlete is built, built to do one thing as well. And that's to be a well-conditioned athlete that can do it all. Remember that. These animals have to travel. Movement is a big, big thing. The feet, solid, compact, cat-like appearance. Toes are well-arched with strong nails. Very, very nice feet on this little female. That's pretty easy. Everyone knows that. The tail, strong, real strong at the root, moderately long, and you want it tapering, tapering, without flag, set rather high and carried freely. Well up and saber-like is another one. So not a big deal there. Coat, glossy, fine, smooth, yet dense for protection. A close, hard, hound coat. You got to remember, these, these dogs are going through some rough stuff. A close, hard, sound coat like that, that is in the standard for a reason. Because a thin coat dog is going to get cut to pieces. Remember that too. Tri-colored black and tan, that's kind of, I'm not really going to walk through that, folks. I mean, that is color. Everyone should know the basics of their colors. No blues. So, what I like in a dog, I'll be very honest with you. I love headpieces. I love dogs with headpieces. I love dogs that carry themselves well. I love happy dogs. When you get dogs that are happy and you get a dog that likes to work for you, but then you get one that's also kind of got all the tools, too. It kind of gets you excited. So I'm not saying I know it all, but this is the breed standard. And uh, when I look at breed standards, this is the kind of dog I look for. Am I saying she's perfect? Not at all. I am sure she has her flaws. But I'm going to tell you, folks, please read your breed standard. One more thing I want to talk about, and I see this a lot, probably the most aggravating thing I see is this this right here. Whoa. And this, folks, is on all levels of tree and walkers.
You see how far that dog is stretched? I want you to see right here, the tip of her toes are a full two inches, two inches, maybe even more, behind herself. Sometimes you get these dogs with stifles. These stifles are turned like shepherds, folks, like shepherds. They're not supposed to do that. They are supposed to come to the tip, to the tip of the hip bone. Bring that dog back under itself. Whoa. Pretty close right there. Go back to breed standards. Nice little female. There you go. Bring them back under their cells. Do not let them run behind their cells. Do not have the sickle hawks. That is a fault. A sickle hawk dog is a fault. Anyone that says different, read your breed standard. God bless. This is Hunter's Wheelhouse. I'm your host, Jason Wayne Hunter. Catch you next time. Good job, Stella. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Jason Wayne Hunter. Thank you for watching another episode of Hunter's Wheelhouse. It means the world to me. We're over 5,000 likes now on Facebook. If it wasn't for you, none of this stuff could ever happen. Thank you so much. Do me a favor. Hit the like, share, subscribe button. Drop me a comment below. If you're on Facebook, hit a follow for me. Every follow adds up, folks. Like I said, if it wasn't for you, it would never happen. God bless and take care.